like the the flowers are blooming. It's that time of year I can, what's that smell in the air? Ah, spring, I think. The pollen is out. The bees are about to leave their hives. And I have two expert bee punters here with me. I have the, um, I would say king of the north, but um, unfortunately he's he's lost that crown to Mr. Thomas Smith. So, um, Lloyd, you're just a lad from up north, I think, now, these days. And um, the doxinator, the... We'd go with T-Bar specialist, but I think she's going to have to um, perhaps take over Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane with some of her form this week. Guys, how are we? First to you, Lloydie, I guess. Yeah, mate, uh, that's it. It smells nice. Spring has sprung, like you said, and uh, the good horses are back. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we find a little bit of value around the day. I don't think I was on last week, so maybe, and we might not have done it the week before, so I feel like we've had a little bit of a, a spell and um, a nice trial. <laughs> Yeah, before the spring carnival. You're shaking off that winter that winter coat, mate. <laughs> That's right. I might have to have a bit of a clip. <laughs> and Gabby, how are you? Back um back from the dead. I think we had what do we have an RDO or something last week? We all just sort of had a bit of a rest break. Give us a bit of a breather before we launch into the spring. Yeah, I think I needed it just just a week off, refresh. And um, yeah, spring has definitely sprung. The days are longer and and the racing is starting to heat up, which is just so exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it is good times. And I see you've got the um the background there. We've got the, the famous Mooney Valley. We might even we might even head we might even head down there first to the Mexicans. The um we've got the the six horse field for the ballot exempt fee in, which is a it's an absolute disgrace, I think. Richo launched it on Twitter and we sprayed it on the podcast and it's a bit of a disaster. But does um does Mr. Brightside get in and um is he a chance in the Cox Plate Gabs? Well, I think he definitely goes well tomorrow. Dolly ninety five he is short enough, you know. You haven't got useless, useless runners in that race. So it, interesting to see how these smaller fields will play out. Um, but I definitely, you know, he's progressing so well and I, I think he can probably win there. But, you know, it's great to see Inspirational Girl back and Spanish Mission, you know, they'll be heading towards the Melbourne Cup and, oh, yeah. and yeah, it's just just a really good time. But, yeah, yeah. I think I think Sprites I can probably win. But as I said, those small fields, it's sometimes a little bit tricky. Yeah, normally a bolter. What they say? What do they say? And normally the system is back the back the roughy in the small fields because there's a yeah. lack of pace and everything goes pretty pear shaped pretty quickly. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. So we'll see how that goes. Do you um do you have any tips? Any any launch jobs down at the valley on the weekend? Are you a bit of a valley specialist, or is it you, is a place you find hard to land a winner? I sort of like I love betting at the valley, but as I said, these small fields they do get a bit hard sometimes. But you know, you've got the McEwen stakes again, just a small field. Um, but I, I'm probably I'm probably gonna go with within the Congo in that race and and no knock on cool and get it, but I feel like, you know, if I step off him, he's gonna win. He's had two really good trials, not that her jump out was just incredible, you know, she just sizzled down the straight um there but yeah I just think I think if I yeah as I said step on but there's going to be who's going to lead you know like you've got Rothfire there and Zoo and, style surely they both take it up don't they the two Queenslanders bowl off around the corner yeah, yeah well, Zoo I, style be dollar five to be in front yeah I just well he might sit a, a little bit off them but like you know then you've got the Inferno who run won this race last year like does he end up at twelve dollars just you know, after they go silly in front, you just don't know. But yeah, look, I think Cool and Gatt is the one to beat. But 
as I said, you got Roth in there, but I'll just stick with in the Congo. And then the and then the grandfather away game. Who's who's had what what's what starts this about four hundred and ninety for the for the prep he's been running since about twenty seventeen or something like that. <laughs> Never had a rest ever that horse. <laughs> she's only she's only had twenty five starts, which just baffles me. I feel like she's had twenty five starts every, week. every year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And what and what about you, Lloydie? Anything you're um anything you're keen on at the, the valley, the, the home of the Cox Plate? Yeah, a bit of um a little bit of value actually. I thought in the in that fee, and I'd rather there be eight in it and you'd have an each way play. That's probably the only main deterrent. But I actually liked Forgot You in that. Um he's three from three at Mooney Valley. And um you mentioned that you know the pace it, it could be on even. You've got like Mr. Brightside's very sort of versatile. He, he can sort of race anywhere, but Earlswood will want to lead. I'd imagine Spanish Mission will want to be handy. And I can't imagine Mr. Brightside, you know, going back. Yeah. So um, there could be a bit of bit of pace in it. And a horse like Forgot You, he's, um, you know, he, he's got a little, he's got half a kilo off, off the other older horses. And um, he's drawn to, you know, he's drawn four of six. So he'll be out the back. Um, hitting the line. I thought he could go close and I'm, I'm going to tip one at, at triple figures in race seven, uh, race six. I um, She's 100 to one, this filly. No jockey on, but Typhoon Titmus um, in the Atlantic Jewel, the three-year-old fillies. I really liked what she's done in her two starts. She won at Packenham on the synthetic on debut. It was a, it was a really nice win, albeit, you know, pretty low sort of race. But she then went to that Quisette um, stakes, the 1100 at Caulfield, out the back, not much galloping room in the straight. She had to check off heels. And by the time she did sort of see clear air, they were at the 100 and the race was, you know, the race was off and gone. So she got beat to six lengths that day. She steps out to 1,200. Um, I thought if if they run on and she can find a little bit of galloping room, which she should from barrier 11, and if they are running on, um, I think she can be she can be storming home. I, I am worried, though, that it could be a leader's track. I heard one of the track. Yeah, um, they, they spoke about that during the week, didn't they? And they said, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, you said They said you want to be in the like the inside sort of two lanes. Otherwise, you yeah. almost so, throw your ticket away. <laughs> yeah, so that bet's sort of very dependent on on track pattern. If you do notice early in the day that they're sort of running on and making a bit of a bit of ground, I think Typhoon Titmus in race six can, um, you know, maybe not win, but give you a run for your money at 100 to 1 and 26 the drum. I like it. I like it. And um I throw in one more if I can. Yeah, of course, Gaps. <laughs> give the punters as give the punters as many winners as we can or as many tips. We don't we, let's let's make sure they're winners, but um but throw another one out there. No, I just I just wanted to mention like race 7 we've got Rangers in the um Chautauqua Stakes and I know we do have Prince of Boom there as well and Catalyst returning after what is it two years nearly off which is just so exciting so good to see him back I totally sort of forgot about him um but I just think Rangers is progressing so well and that second behind Uncommon James is you know really really good and I love the horse and he's paying seven dollars here and very much open market which I love these love these bigger races for that that regard but um yeah I just think barrier one if he if he doesn't get too far back and can sit in a sort of in a good spot i think he's definitely a chance yeah he'll get he'll get crossed for sure because of the pace like oxy road and there's a few others there i think what was the other one that i saw corner pocket will take it up to and he'll probably be what inside or outside age of chivalry probably inside age of chivalry in the run maybe one pair back but yeah he's a he's yeah. a definite hope 
and one of our first love childs, um, thanks to the Brisbane Winter Carnival. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of the Brisbane Winter Carnival, um, how about we head to the hallowed turf of Durban, the place that makes dreams happen up here in Queensland. It'll probably be, what well, there's no rain yet, but they're sort of saying, I'm, I mean, the place doesn't ever drain, so what are we going to go Soft seven, heavy eight, maybe, is where I'm leaning. Um, yeah, I think if we get eight, it'll be a seven. And uh, what about you, Lloydie? Any what's your what's your best of the day at Doombin? And then um and then throw out a value pick for the punters out there. Yeah, we'll go um two of the later races. Race six for the best, the toppy, the Ritz. Um fifth up out to two thousand, down to fifty eight and a half kilos. Um goes from a Coffs Harbour Cup and a Mawillambar Cup to a benchmark eighty. Um, where it's got to race horses like Black Log and Bump and Run. Like, <laughs> a couple of our favourites here, here at the home. A couple of our favourites. <laughs> I found out the hard way what it's like to back Black Log last week, so um, yeah. it'll probably come out and win now at 13s. But I just thought the Ritz was all the favours from the inside alley. Um, he's been racing really well, and KWT is uh, also riding really well. So a bit of money too into 380 now. I think it was about 480 yesterday when we um, did the mugs preview so it'll win i like it i like it yes black log it's some um, if it's not over 20s it's not going to win the race pretty much that's that should be the system yeah. with black log yeah. if ever exactly. but um and how about a value pick for the um for the hone in fans yeah we'll go um we'll go to race eight um horse nine renouf another i hope barrier one's the place to be i hope the fence is hot um this girl she's in the listed tattersall's club cup life members plate handicap whatever you want to call it um she was good last start behind sir rocket she meets it two kilos worse which um could be a stupid tip um <laughs> the fact that it got got beat two and a half that day but I, it was peeling ground off at late safe work was in that round second it's gone all right since guzzled a little bit more of my money um but i just thought this is the right race for it with 54 kilos can storm home over the top Nice, I like it. Yeah, safe work. That's um, that's getting to be in the black log category at the moment, mate. I think yeah. it's um, I think it's well and truly in the bin, and the docks. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it's, it, it, look, same same colours anyway. So it's just they're costly yep. colours that um, the, the colourful um, the colourful flag. And what about you, Gabs? What's your best of the day at Doombin? Hi, um. I wanted to mention, I won't tip it because it's just too short. I, I said, you know, under $2, just keep walking. But Steady Ready's returning, very exciting. He looks really good. I saw a photo of him that the Sears has posted and I think he's definitely should be winning that uh, race too. But my best is actually going to be, and this is a risk, but it's something I don't do often. I don't voice it often. And that's tipping a New Zealand horse that's, that's freshly sort of come over and and that's going to be in race eight as well and that's Hasbro. I usually as I said don't don't voice it but I really rate them coming over here and it's trialed really well behind indiscreetly and um yeah first up in a listed like I'd like to see it probably run but I'm going to tip it because um yeah I know if I don't it'll probably win but yeah I really like Renouf in that race as well and I was a little bit torn but um gonna stick with Hasbro at seven dollars as my best. Hasbro couldn't be more Kiwi name than Hasbro, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
and I'm going to like oh geez my each way like you've just potted the life out of poor old black log but I was I was torn between black log and Stubai because I think they both just deserve they both do and they're both paying odds but you know I was looking through black black logs form and it does can back up quite well after seven days so I'm I'm gonna do it I'm gonna tip black log each way at uh, $14 and probably you know someone told me the other day stop betting with your heart tipping with your heart and I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it again so that's that I like is it. sound advice some sometimes the backups the um sometimes the backups the key and just for, I I find and then Lloydie definitely finds it's almost like a, it's almost the gear change they all need is when Lloydie jumps off Moz and I generally jump on because um, <laughs> you, you don't get a better push than um than Lloydie jumping off a horse's back the last couple. <laughs> I know, and that's I know. not even like that. That's not even because I'm a, a shit punter. That's just because I find one that'll win a race and I just I just go I get too gun happy and trigger happy and I pull the trigger three runs too soon. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what's what's the one racing tomorrow? Uh, today at Doombin that you pulled that you pulled the trigger again? Oh, um, Aussie Nugget. We reckon. Lloydie will jump off next start. So for the honing fans out there, jump on Aussie Nugget start after tomorrow because it'll be winning that race once Lloydie pots it. <laughs> him black loggers dubai they they deserve it both these horses they've been knuckling down yeah they're going super and speaking of there's there's obviously been a fair bit of brizzy form the winter (laughs) carnival they all they go down south and they line up we'll probably see rothfire come out and win tomorrow or something just to just to prove the haters of the um of brisbane racing wrong and speaking of there's a fair bit of that form running around down south in sydney we've got um we're off to randwick there's a couple of fairly nice horses running around um Numerians in there. There's obviously the Spruik on Shorefire and how it'll go. Profondo's there. Um, some grub called Zaki, I believe, is running around as well in the tramway, I think. So um, we'll see how he turns up after a fairly nice trial. Um, might head back to might head back to you, Gabs, because I can I can see that the other young man on screen here is getting pretty excited about that last horse I mentioned. I think um, I think it's more important to him than almost anything in the world at this point. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, great day racing there, as I've already mentioned, but it's good to see Eduardo back. I think he's definitely, you know, should, should be winning there. He's trialed really well. Sorry, jumped out. Oh, no, trialed um, really well. And, you know, I think, yeah, it's just an exciting time seeing all these horses come back. But um, I'm actually going to tip in the Chelmsford um, race eight, number 14, which is Ben Ord or Benno, however they'd like to say it. Um, just a really, really good run behind Animo the other day. And, you know, he actually opened at $101, which, wow. Anyway, went up the inside and ran home really well. I think, you know, he does need the more the extra distance, but um, I'm happy to be with him at 1,600 metres here. We've also got Stockman who ran a great race as well. But, um, yeah, they're up against Surefire, but I think, he's he's just going to eat up that extra 200 and and then keep progressing throughout his career yeah what's he in his what's he he's favorite for the metrop isn't he i believe over yeah down there and at the carnival i think is the is the target but yeah he was him and stockman were both super impressive last start so yes exciting times for benno and probably a few memes getting around afterwards if he does a lot (laughs) any um Anything else there in Sydney across the 1400 group twos that they're running down there? 
Yeah, well, uh, I'm obviously not going to talk too much about Zaki because, you know, his father can do that. But um, obviously, <laughs> Profondo, Profondo ran really well the other day as well. So I thought if there was one one to beat him, um, Lloyd will probably laugh at me. But, um, yeah, I think Profondo's a chance there. I like it. Yeah, he is. I can see him giggling in the background. So father, so so Zaki's father. Can we we can shift to you, I guess, and you can tell us about your your number one son and all his achievements over the years. Fire away, big fella. Mm, yeah, well, it's not often you get to see the Cox Plate and Caulfield Cup winner go around in uh, early September, and um, Annabelle Nisham will be just sitting at home licking her lips when uh, she watches these two horses run on Saturday. But um, Zaki will just win. Um, and <laughs> New Marion, I think, will go pretty bloody close in the Chelmsford. Um, we'll start with Zaki because apparently you want to hear the plug. Um, got beat first up last prep in the blamey, but was meant to go to that 1300 race. Um, I forget what it was, maybe like an Apollo or something like that. Was meant to go there. The rain came in Sydney. They went to the mile in Melbourne, got beat by Inspirational Girl, who had a six kilo swing. Nothing really went right. This time in, it's just been 1400 first up, two trials, you know, course proper gallops um all systems go horse wins plain and simple um and then in the chelmsford new mary and i really like this horse i was on him last couple one he won the q22 at 26 dollars on stradbroke day so if you're at retros you, you know about it um but his trials have been really good too he he had a course proper gallop with zaki the other day and um eyeballed him barry won tommy berry hops off mawanga who he's won you know, two or three group ones on to ride Numerian here. Um, I think first up, last prep, I want to say it might have been, I'm pretty sure it was in the Doncaster first up and it got beat six lengths, but that was a Doncaster. This is a Chelmsford, like, you know, that's like an arc up against the Chris Weller handicap on a Saturday at Eagle Farm kind of thing. Um, if he's If he's close enough, which I think he will be, I think he wins and he wins the Caulfield Cup in a month. Wow, that is an enormous, enormous statement from Lloyd. <laughs> we um, so <laughs> what? What do you mean we're not going to get um, we're not are we not going to get the Caulfield Cup winner from um from up the mountain at T-Bar? Do you think Bump and Run can qualify and sort of knock them off um, knock them off in the good cup? Luck, Phil. Good luck. <laughs> Speaking of our speaking of our good friends up the hill, um, Gabby is. I mean, she leads the Michael Nolan Fan Club. Lloydy, I don't expect a winner at Toowoomba since about two thousand and five. We're gonna we're gonna have a crack up there again. We find it we find it difficult. I have the I have the hot curry system, which tends to come up trumps. But um, I'm going to throw it over to the experts here. We'll go to we'll go to you first, Gabs. What can you what can you have in the Congo into up at T Bar to get give the give the punters a bit of extra juice? Oh look, I would, I would leave my Toowoomba tips completely separate to my other one, <laughs> Hunter. Um, just a suggestion, but we're going to go to race two. I haven't put a lot of effort in because when I do, it doesn't work. So let's try something new, and we're going to go to number two, which is Sheppy. So. I've, um, you know, she's quite consistent, this horse. And just last last start at Eagle Farm behind deficits, probably just too hard for her, to be honest. And she's back in a place she likes to run. Um, C. Collins claiming the three kilos. And 
I'd like to see her winning here just to get her confidence back up. But I think she's definitely a chance. I am taking a risk here, tipping against one of Michael Nolan's, which won last start in Rose Pin, um, which I was not on for the first time uh, at $12. But, yeah, happy, happy to be with her and um, give her a go back up the hill where she's happy. I like it. And then we'll just go to race three. Never takes me long to... <laughs> Pop to the next one up there. And that's going to be number six, Piccaninny. Um, Michael Nolan trains. Stephanie Lacey rides. Good win here. Last start over the 1,000 metres. Gets in a similar race here. And, um, yeah, I definitely think she's a chance as well. But so are all of them that I tip. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, that, there's that confidence we like to see out there, out there honing fans. Yeah. I actually just noticed my horse is actually in that race as well, which I didn't know. But that's Twilight Boom. So, um, I wouldn't imagine he'll be winning, put it that way. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. There's a push. That's the push you need, punters. Steve, you win a lot. What about you, yeah. Lou? You exude confidence. Not always um, not always success following, but um, you always exude a bit of confidence early on. <laughs> yeah, I've just gone through the card, and unfortunately, um, Eminat or Honey Toast aren't running at Toowoomba, and I think they the last two winners I backed up there on Wheatwood Day in about 2018. So, um that's a little bit of a worry. I actually, um, when I was going through, I thought Sheppy will win. I thought Piccaninny will win. And I was going to tip them both. And I thought Gabby's tipped Sheppy the last four starts. So she'll tip it. And Piccaninny's Michael Nolan. So she'll probably tip it. Um, so I've, I've avoided those two. And we go to race four and um, overseas, who Moz actually gave a bit of a push for it um, at Doombin last start. Ran well behind Bonaparte um, and Bundy and Coke in that 1,200 race to finish off the afternoon. It was a 30s chance that day. Um, goes up to Toowoomba, benchmark 72, claims two kilos with Jake Malloy on third up. 1,300, it flies. It's three from four, and the other one ran a second. So I think it can win. Um, that's race four, horse two. And the other one was actually a Michael Nolan runner. So thanks, Gab, for leaving that one alone. Um, I just got to find what race it is. I think it's, um, what are we? It might be in the last. I've just lost it completely. It is race eight, horse seven, Adelisa. Um, okay. Been running. <laughs> what? I was supposed to tip her. So I forgot. Yeah, well, too bad. You missed out. <laughs> <laughs> She's it's, a bad um, it's running well. It uh, got beat a couple of starts back up there at Toowoomba over 1,300, but I think it just wants further every time. Um, then ran third to Podium, who goes good of Chris Wallace, and Oti Ra ran second that day. Um, went to Doomburn over the 2,000. wasn't bad. Oti Ra won the race. Port Morant ran second. It went, went out and won. Um, back to a class three at Toowoomba on a Saturday night. Geez, Bean, you'd win a race up there. I'm not sure about that, mate. Have you seen my little legs bowl along? <laughs> the streets of Jindalee aren't exactly quaking in their boots when they see me strap on the runners. <laughs> you reckon you're going to be able to win a Gold Coast Marathon next year, so uh, yeah. <laughs> taking um, I'm going to be taking them down one by one, mate. Um, <laughs> Adelisa, was that one? Was that one that I was half keen on that day, or not? Maybe I was yeah. add on C. Like I think it was similar colours and yeah. perhaps a slightly similar name, but um, yeah. I reckon it's like, is it maybe like a half? It might even be a half to the other mare that's almost the same name. That's um, um very Yeah. Yeah. That Mark Duplessis always rides. Yeah. Yeah, add on seat, isn't it? I think is that the one? No, that's, oh, no, different that's one. Jack Duncan. Oh, oh, add on. 
something, isn't it? Hey? <laughs> something I said Adeline or something like that. It's very similar. Is it just Adelise? Oh yeah. Yep, that's it. And she Adelise. goes. Yeah. Maybe that could be it. Mm, go all right. Well, I'm, I'm glad we got that um, confidence building T-bar out of the way. That's why we leave it sort of to the end. If the, if the Honan fans are still hanging around by now, they can they can probably try and steer them into at least one winner out of those four or five tips that got thrown up there. But um, Lloydie, I believe, pre-show, we went down the run sheet. Yes, that's right, Honan fans, we do have a run sheet. Um, and you, I believe you have something else for the, um, something else for the punters mm. out there. Yeah, I got to put in takeout jobs at Hawkesbury. Um, race one, horse three, coat, Anthony Cummings, Jeff Penza. It simply should have won last start at, at, on the Kenzo behind Scorch. Like that Scorch looked all right on debut off a few hot trials, but this thing just had absolutely no galloping room whatsoever. And when it threw the line under lock and key, um, you go back through its sort of early form behind Nipotino, Rise of the Masses, Williamsburg, Monco, fifth to sweet right in there in a pago pago so um you know top sort of two-year-old form goes to a hawkesbury maiden it just wins and then um same card at hawkesbury i like the hawkesbury card these little provincial new south wales tracks are throwing up some nice horses lately race three horse five ambassadors um another one who should have won last start at kembla just on the quick backup hit the line really strongly and the horse that was first past the post boys boy loves to run a bit like you elliot um, it shifted out quite severely in the straight, knocked chairman, um, chairman then knocked ambassadors. So it was protest second versus first and protest third versus first. So ambassadors third past the post, finished second. I reckon it would have won if there wasn't all the bumping that went on. Um, but it finds itself in another maiden, Alicia Collett on board from Barrier 5. Uh, Gabby's friends, the Snowdens, mate, they are, they are flying at the moment. Um, yep. You can have rangers into ambassadors. There you go. There's the Snowden multi for the um for the for the fans out there. Well, Margs, we've we've gone all over the globe here. We've gone from Mooney Valley to Doombin to Randwick, covered T Bar and a and a bit of flavour from the Hawkesbury River. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure with my two good experts here. Um, we'll, we'll judge that after the weekend, but um, enjoy the fill-up. Lodi, any last words for the punters out there or Gabs? Any any tips for the weekend? Apart from gamble responsibly, of course. <laughs> no, stop that. Bet till it hurts. <laughs> Doesn't take too long <laughs> recently. <laughs> now, and surely it's a turn, you know, it's big energy around and I think everyone's going to have a good day, hopefully. And I think it's out, uh, certainly my time to turn things around as the last couple of weeks have been um, average. Yep. This is the week. We'll get, a, we'll get the job done here, Margs. The supreme host is back in the chair and we can, um, the winners will be everywhere. Cheers, Muggs and Honin fans. <laughs>